1: my name is Chris Dillard, and my name is Mike Royer. And this week we're getting our tickets to both Black Panther and Black Adam. Mike, I don't maybe? know. We'll see. We'll yeah. see how it goes. I'm... See how thin the wall gets stretched. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk a little bit about these later. Armor Wars is getting upgraded to movie. Getting an upgrade to movie status. So I mean, ooh. <laughs> Uh, Don Cheadle, I'm sure, is happy. Man of fine suits. Yeah, you think the commitment for a movie is shorter? You know, maybe possibly. They're just gonna do uh-huh. that thing where they put the camera on his face and make him look around and have the UI follow it like they did with uh, Robert Downey Jr. for years.
0: Nah, uh, he'll just he'll just sell his likeness to the studio and then he'll mm-hmm. just be
1: sipping uh, drinks on a beach somewhere. That's true. He's probably a scroll. We we saw him in that trailer mm-hmm. with with Secret Invasion. Deadpool 3 is 100% confirmed, Mike. Uh, no longer have to worry well if it's coming, when it's coming, or, or anything else. We have those details and more.
0: Yeah, I feel like the last couple weeks on the podcast, we've almost been like tracking the fall uh, 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 season. A couple mm-hmm. weeks ago, we were like, all right, everybody, it's unofficially fall. Here we go. It's at September. People going crazy with their pumpkin, pumpkin spice lattes. The following week, we actually ran into the official end of summer, so like, okay, there we go again, and now we have another, like, official, official start of, now it is the beginning of October, which I would say is the official start of, like, spooky season, right? Mm-hmm. I think you can start fall ahead of time, but October is the month for spooky movies, for skeletons, and in, in my opinion point of view, it's candy corn yeah, season. Yeah, I,
1: I knew you were like going to so, you bring up the candy corn. <laughs> I just knew it. <laughs> when had... you're
0: solid... <laughs> you got to be solidly rooted in the candy season. That's for October only. Because, like, fall keeps going, man. As soon as yeah. October's over, you got a couple weeks, at least here in the United States, until you get to Thanksgiving. And once that turkey's done, you know, you can shift into uh, the other holiday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah. yeah, I busted Le- open the candy corn today. It was delicious.
1: Yeah. So, so to me, I've been seeing a lot of this lately. Um, I believe I maybe told you the, the, the high-end candy corn companies have been out for a while now. Um, but I agree with you. You know, when when um, fall officially or legally hit, right? I feel summer just kind of clocked out. and Was like, nah, I'm done with these high temperatures. Like, you can have your. <laughs> I like
0: how you, <laughs> like how you say legally hit. Like, there's yeah. like a there's like a police officer out there with a mm-hmm. billy club, like ready to just like oh. knock like the tiny yeah. fun size Snickers he, out of your hand. Like, no, summer, not yet.
1: <laughs> S- Summer's an hourly employee, and uh, they, they they're not working overtime this year. They said no no way i'm taking a vacation so here literally the day um it turned fall temperatures dropped about 20 degrees i know you've kind of been a little bit warmer out there right mike um, oh we actually we
0: dropped a little bit okay, as okay. as well finally uh uh sustainable i would say temperatures something that won't melt your face off uh have you i, I know you've been like teetering around with halloween costume ideas mm-hmm. already yep. so i want you to tell me and our uh, listeners about that but also as a PSA of uh, yes, Halloween is indeed at the very end of the month, and you know there's a chance you might have Halloween parties just before that as well. But you got to order those pieces for your costume sooner rather now, than later, because amen. like you'll think of the perfect costume like a week or a couple days before your party or Halloween. You're just like, I can't get any of the stuff here in time. Oh, yeah.
1: So yeah. just a yeah. heads up. That that is essentially um, how I've operated on my costume this year because. Um, sh- should I say what it is, Mike? Should I tell people, or should I? Leave yeah. It? Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'll tell people what I'm working on. Okay. All right. So I. Um... My wife and I have both agreed to do uh, Thor and Mighty Thor from the most recent Thor movies. Uh, we oh great! Um, it, it's a great couple's costume, right? It works. Um, you know, we, we we did joke, and this is very off color. That you know, is she gonna be the the Cancer Jane or or actual? Oh. Mighty Thor? <laughs> I'm like that's not that's not good. Um, you could do it like two those
0: two face costumes, right? Where it's like right down the line, left yeah. side, right side.
1: Yeah, they they they, they all they did kind of with Cancer Jane is just give her some like light makeup and some gaunt looking out like dark eyeshadow so it really they didn't really do that justice but anyway um so i was able to um surprisingly two years no not two years how long has been in game been Mike, 2019 three years after in game secure one of the bigger um stormbreaker axes actually at retail value rather than have to go second hand got the costumes and then mike got a very very solid picture of the hair piece i got because my hair is um probably thor ragnarok length right now not thor uh love and thunder length so um i had to get a little a little i guess wig if you will for that um I might gotta see that and it looks pretty good i think it's not you know an official one but like it it's pretty solid and and what it looks like and you know not going hashtag bless i have the same hair color as the wig so it should should blend in pretty good but um yeah and do doing we're doing we're doing thors this year and um I knew, um, you know, the second I didn't get it, it, it would totally be sold out, right? Like, you know, that's, the movie just hit um, physical recently. You know, it's so a pretty easy costume. A lot of people love doing fat Thor, right? Um, so, you know, that's it's mm-hmm. always an option for for those who are like, I don't wanna, I don't wanna get fit for it, or you know, I can I can throw a pillow under my shirt, but. Um. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're we're going with that. I was able to get everything before October. And last year I was doing like Halloween costumes two days before an event. So I feel I really flipped the script for twenty twenty two, Mike. Uh, on that. So yeah. So what are you working on? Are you gonna be human candy corn? <laughs> no, I'm going
0: as a uh, low key intentionally. Kind of lazy uh, Cusco from The Emperor's New Groove. Oh, nice. uh, I I ordered. I just ordered like a giant size, like red T shirt, like an oversized one. Uh, that's not only oversized. It's also like for like tall people in general. Mm-hmm. So I want to swim intentionally in this uh, shirt. Uh, and then uh, you get like some. Uh, like little, those sweat guards that you put on your wrists, right? You get some of those that are yellow, but you put them on your ankles. Uh, I also got, I know he has like a very particular looking headpiece, but I don't even know if I'll go that far, but I ordered like a a yellow bucket hat. And I was like, okay, I'm on to something here. What else am I going to do? And I was like, well, he has like a red belt that kind of like turns his like tunic into like almost like a two-piece uh, dress type of situation, so I was like, "Oh, I'll, I'll get like a cheap like red fanny pack, and I'll almost kind of look like like a streetwear Cusco, if you will." So I'm going in uh, comfortable, that's mm. for sure. And there's uh, kind of like this um, South, um, I guess, uh, South American, right? Kind of like. Uh, like neck piece or I don't even know, really know what it is in the cartoon but it's like kind of like red tunic with a yellow piece around the neck so I just got one of those like dickies that you wear when you want like a turtleneck uh, under your shirt but you don't want to wear a whole turtleneck so I got one of those and I'm going to dye it yellow so I think it'll be pretty fu- it'll be like fun janky looking so I'm looking forward to that. And it fits the perfect line that I'm always trying to hit when I do Halloween costumes is I want to be, um, be recognizable but also comfortable mm-hmm. at the same time. And this is pretty much all like normal cotton clothing that I'm wearing. So I'm always down for that. I always try to avoid any sort of like makeup or anything like that. That's just too much for me. So I feel like that works well. And like I said, you got to order this stuff ahead of time because one of the pieces I need for my costume, it's not Prime. It's not Amazon Prime. It's yeah. shipping like a, like a normal, yeah. like a freaking normal product that's going to be here like in two weeks instead of tomorrow. So there you go. That's your PSA for the top of the show. Get ready for Halloween early, get those pieces in sooner rather than later uh, so you can have the best time of your life this Halloween.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. So I got, um, not don't, um, don't undersell the um i guess local halloween stores right um, i was able to get mine at a party uh city uh, rather than like a spirit halloween so i was able to like walk in and pick up a thor outfit there right so don't under mm-hmm. don't forget to check inventory on your local um stuff as well uh, rather than relying online uh, you can get lucky but um yeah like don't don't be a last minute person because you will yeah regret it
0: there's a very good chance the last time you went to your local Bed Bath and Beyond, um, it closed since then, and it's probably a Spirit Halloween. Mm-hmm. So if you don't even know where they are, just <laughs> hunt down the last big
1: box Dude, store that you uh, thought existed. I, the last time I, I believe I went to Indianapolis, which was like you know earlier in the summer, um, they had probably more yard signs for that Spirit Halloween that took over. Probably, it, it wasn't a Bed Bath and Beyond, it was like a bigger. Like maybe like a like a Home Depot or a Lowe's that I closed. And I was like, good God, this is like you know they they're they're popping up in the summer and they want you to know where they are. So hopefully, hopefully you can find them. <laughs> but um yeah yeah that's, that's some good stuff. But you know as you mentioned, it is October first. It is time. Uh, like you said, I, I October one to October thirty one. Great spooky season, right? Spooky movies. Uh-huh. Um even ABC Family was the thing. They had a countdown to Halloween, right? Where they do stuff every every night or every weekend through that. Um, And, you know, it's it's a good time to go grab some scary movies. So, Mike, you, I was, I was, I've been busy. Everyone knows I was officiating a wedding this weekend. I have not had, this is like literally the first day I've been home. And um, most of it has been spent just like laid up on a couch because, you know, you party too hard at weddings. Um, But you, you gotta, you gotta get into some spooky stuff. And I looked away from my phone for five minutes and ended up with a thread, um, probably a mile long. Uh, about one of these movies you watch, and it wasn't a good thread, which but made it even better uh, for me. Yeah, exactly. This is why it's always good to have a good close
0: friend in your uh, in your text ready to go when you're ready to complain about a movie because the internet doesn't need to see that in real time. Uh, I don't want to edit myself, right? Oh, yeah. So this will be a. I guess we'll we'll start and start calling this the hollow Hollow Stream the hollow stream for a superhero slate for the month of october and this is an update for my predator progress working my way kind of haphazardly through the predator franchise mm-hmm. uh since last we talked i was kind of in the midst of alien versus predator 2 finally wrapped that bo- bad boy up i moved on to the predator which was f- uh from shane black from 2018 So I wrap that bad boy up, and I intend on watching the two that are remaining for me, which would be Predator 2, which Mm -hmm. is the original sequel to the Predator franchise. And then, of course, the... Yes, and the most recent one, Prey, which was that the direct to Hulu, uh, Predator movie. And once I get them all watched, I'll just do like a fun little ranking here uh, on the top of the show. But I think it is safe to say that one of the ones I just recently watched is going to be very at the bottom of the list, and that would be the Predator. What a strange, strange movie. I will give I will give them credit for at least attempting something different. Because when you start to watch the Predator franchise, you do start to get the feeling of, every time you watch one of these, it's just kind of an attempt to reignite this franchise. This this notable IP, is there any way we can get it up and get it going again? Because all of these movies, like Alien vs. Predator, um, Predators, The Predator—they all end with like kind of these cliffhanger, kind of mm-hmm. after credits, credits, sceney type of scenes. Like just hoping and wishing that enough people <laughs> like these movies that they'll be able to make there. a sequel. And the and the Predators no different, and is probably the worst offender uh, of them all,
1: Chris. They, there are um, there are always more aliens out there. Right, I agree with that. And this movie, I believe. Um, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, is directed and possibly written by Shane Black? Um,
0: yes, he has his uh, grubby little fingers all over this. And it's, to be fair, it feels like a Shane Black movie. So I, I wouldn't necessarily put all the blame on him. The The studio hired him to make a Shane Black movie, and he made a Shane uh, Black movie, so, which just does not fit in the Predator universe.
1: So this, uh, you know, um, Shane Black had been kind of, uh, I wouldn't say on a hot streak but on a a pretty good role right iron man 3 despite what you think about it made a lot of money um you know he he directed and wrote it he did the nice guys and then comes along to the predator well the only problem is i believe they cast and, and it's even still in this movie um one of his friends who was um i believe accused of or even like convicted of um sexual misconduct uh and he like did one of those stupid director things where he stuck to his guns like no 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 I'm going to get this guy into this movie regardless of, of everything going on. Um, so that kind of like brought the movie down a notch. And then the quality alone of this movie... Um, it's enough to beat your head against the wall several times oh yeah the, the story
0: is bizarre the single worst thing is this child character yeah. which, which has Asperger's and it's pitched as basically this kid is a walking kind of like r two d two right can, he, he can he can solve any technology problem that is put in like our protagonist's path uh, he comes across a crew of literal like suicidal characters. Like whenever you're in the third act and there is like a insurmountable problem, if the kid's not solving a computer problem, one of these like cast of uh, um, gang members, like Mm -hmm. his gang will just like run into like a propeller or just like suicide, kill themselves. And it's so bizarre. There's some really glaringly bad special effects, which uh, is very shocking. (laughs) I had to shoot video of my own TV screen so I could send it to you so I could specifically complain about what I was Looking at it, I mean, like I said, at least they tried to introduce new ideas to be like, okay, well, nothing else has really worked to relaunch the Predator franchise. Let's see if Iron Man three guy can well, do it. Well, uh, it didn't quite work out.
1: The, the other reason besides Iron Man three and the nice guys is Shane Black was a script doctor and acted in the first Predator. Um, he was actually mm-hmm. one of the one of the crew members with the Dutch. Uh, in there, he was like the kind of like the nerdy guy who was like he had a hat on. and He was always yep, kind of whiny about it. He has,
0: yeah, he has glasses too. He's the scrawniest uh, one yeah. of the soldiers, <laughs> right?
1: Yeah, he was like the worst one. And I'm like, I, I, so I understand the hiring for this, but like, boy, howdy did he he just go the wrong way? I I, I don't blame the actors. I think there's a really good cast in this movie, right? Like, wh- what do you think? Because Olivia Munn's in here. Um, yeah, it's the not that Logan's um, in it, here. T- Thomas Jane, is he in it
0: as well? Am I I getting that right? Um, It's a great cast. It's just the wrong wrong movie. Like, put a different title on it. Get yourself out of these kind of rules and bounds of having to deal with a predator. And you're just kind of making a different alien movie. But yeah, it was bad. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I will uh, update everybody again when I get to watch the uh, last two. And I'll kind of give everybody an informal ranking for my progress of all the predator films
1: yes and i did want to correct myself from my opinion it was last week or the week before um i hopped on my arcade the other day and came across uh an alien versus predator side scroller beat-em-up game for arcade um and I, mm-hmm. I looked it up it was actually released in 1993 so avp was um a video game before it was a movie uh, along the way
0: yeah I was a little, I was a little bummed because uh, I was doing a little research to be like, okay, I want to make sure I have seen every movie, movie that contains a predator, and uh, I was kind of, I was, I was kind of hoping maybe there'd be like one sneaky one out there, but there, there wasn't unfortunately. Uh, But then I was like, oh, maybe there's like a video game because I know Mm -hmm. that they've been kind of doing a better job making alien video games So I was like, oh, maybe there's like a predator video game from like the ps3 era or something That has like a bit of a story and I can just go watch like the cutscenes compiled on YouTube I didn't really find anything quite like that So if anybody knows of anything out like that out there in the world I'd love to just kind of be a a bit of a media Completionist on that end of things that I could watch but yeah, that's my progress with the predator uh and- we, i i won't i won't say much about the next thing because chris has been very very busy but, but hocus pocus 2 yes has uh has dropped it's out there in the world uh will, maybe we'll reminisce about it a little bit when you get a chance to uh watch it but i know that's been not the, the hot thing this weekend mm-hmm. Been seeing lots of uh sanderson sister cosplays pop up in my timelines and uh feeds and uh, I, I, all I'll say is it feels uh, very similar to the first one, so it's kind of one of those reviews of like, oh, if you like the first one, you're yeah. gonna like the second one uh, type of deals.
1: Yeah, I, I've only read one thing about this, and um, it was actress related. Uh, Kathy and Najimi, who plays the brunette sister, um, mm-hmm. her uh, if if you watch the trailers, and this is not a spoiler, her tick with her mouth and jaw is on the other side of, for this movie than the other one. Um, oh it, my god Is
0: a multi confirms Is it a different witch No no
1: no They explained it in the movie You watch the movie They explained it she, they, they told the scene oh, the I don't know Well because She said as an actress She couldn't do the old Way with her mouth Like anymore Like she lost So she had to go the other way For this one um, mm-hmm. But they But they came up With a way on script Where um, she got hit And the mouth oh. Goes the other way I was like Oh that's oh, like A little right Mickey over then. my head yeah, <laughs> uh, they, obviously you're a Hocus Pocus stan, Mike. I can tell. It's, it's a movie you've got all the knowledge on. So, all right, well, let's shift into spooky season. Uh, this is this is coming up, I believe, um, right around the corner. This maybe week, week, I think it's the. I think it's the
0: 7th, possibly. I don't know the exact date, but I think we'll be able to talk about this movie next week. Yeah, I, that's or why...
1: special, I, sorry. Special. Special. <laughs> a, a one-shot. I was trying to figure out... I'm going to pull up here um, the TV special in, I believe it's October 7th. So is that s- Saturday? Friday? It's, fri- it's Friday. Yeah, Friday. It's Friday. It's, which is yeah. up. So coming out this week, and, um, you know, the, the social media reviews and stuff have kind of been lifted. The entire special uh, is in black and white, Mike. Um, you know, we kind of had some hints that maybe um, there would be color, right? We saw even the posters a little bit in color. Then we see some, but this entire special is in black and white. And um, some of the reviewers were like, well, this is probably how they got away with the TV um, or, like, a lower rating. Because, they like, it might be TVMA if it was not in black and white the whole way through. So um, this kind of getting me excited. It's almost
0: kind of like... Uh, yeah, I mean, I know things on like uh, uh, probably Disney's services are a little bit more uh, locked down, but if you're if you're really streaming, it almost doesn't even matter. I know the other movie that's been in conversation was that Marilyn Monroe movie. I think it's yeah. called Blonde. That's Blonde. on Netflix. That movie that movie's NC-17, but like. You would never know it unless you just kind of saw people chatting about it on Twitter, mm-hmm. like I did. You know, it's not like when you open up Netflix. You know, it like walls it off. You know, with like yeah. a big like password. You know, obviously if you're on a child account, well, you know it would do that. But
1: yeah, yeah. Well, I think well I think that's what's worse for child accounts, right? Or the, you know, hopefully in the future when you know uh, we only have one streaming service for Hulu and and Disney, um, and everything's just like in one go, like everybody else in the, in the world has. So, um, but yeah, either way it is in black and white and for Kevin Feige, who's out in the world doing rounds this week, I don't know what for, um, he said it will affect the MCU. Like this movie is not something that you, you watch and you'll never see again. It will affect the MCU. And you know, it kind of brought me back to the D23. I know it's an Avengers campus ride with King Thanos, right? But like we saw mm-hmm. man thing and werewolf by night there. So I definitely think they'll pop up in the multiverse, if not anything, Secret Wars at the end of the the phase. Yeah,
0: and I'll, I'll be keeping an eye out for like hints for more kind of mythological things, you know, like vampires, right? We know we mm-hmm. have that coming up. Um, I know we'll be talking about Blade a little bit later in the episode as well. But yeah, got to start seeding that a little bit. Um uh and i think they also they're they just try to tease vampire whenever they can even yeah. like she hulk had like uh, at least mention of Shit. vampiric stuff we've had stuff this we've had,
1: yeah, we've, oh, we've had two in she hulk one was last week one of the um uh, i guess two weeks of that one of the wives of um mr immortal is apparently uh, like a name like a named vampire in the comic books and then what was it was it eternals where they, they specifically say vampires because it's like, you uh, forever, like I, vampires kind of thing.
0: Maybe, or maybe we're thinking Loki, possibly.
1: Yeah, it might have been Loki. Yeah, yeah. It's they've been, they've, Yeah, they never. So I agree with you. What other creatures are we going to see in this that, that are just not telling us yet? So, um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: very excited. Very, very excited to talk about that next week with you, Mike, Um, as we get, like you said, into spooky season. Ooh. Speaking of spooky characters, the Scarlet Witch, um, she's a hot topic, right? Hot topic uh you know we she got her I guess an, an effective send off in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness um but Kevin Feige out doing his rounds um she's almost kind of confirming this character's return um per his quote and this is in quotes I don't know what we saw under I don't know that we saw her under Rubble I saw a tower coming down and a little red flash I don't know what that means I'd work with Lizzie for another hundred years if we could and also anything's possible in the Multiverse we'll have to see it, it kind of feels like They could pull a multiverse version in for, you know, Secret Wars if they wanted to, right?
0: Or, like, it doesn't even have to be, like, you know, a multiverse version, right? I mean, like, you just – there's, like, two components you have to look at here. First of all, the rule of just uh, movie and film of, like, if you don't see your hero (laughs) physically dead, if there's no body, there's no confirmed death, right? And then rule number two – just read any comic book, right? These characters are getting offed and coming back all the time through all sorts of means and it's even easier to do with a magical character right Who i could i could like think of 10 different ideas off the top of my head of how she's still alive you know right. that red flash could have been her sacrificing her powers to keep herself alive it could have been her teleporting it could have been mm. like a million different things right yeah uh but and we got what we needed out of it yeah though.
1: well and, and and i think the only other reason is the hot topic is right the incoming flood of mutants in the mcu right the 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 Mm -hmm. next phase, which I've seen some people this week, even dubbing the mutant saga, right. For for the next like saga. So like, you know, Mm -hmm. Scarlet, Witch has such a history of doing the no more mutants, right. You know, in the comics, her father is Magneto. Like there's a lot that they can still do with her, um, character that they couldn't do in the MCU due to the lack of, you know, I guess rights and stuff along the way. So I totally could see them pulling her in, um, to do that wholeheartedly. And, um, I just love Elizabeth. I was like, it's not Lizzie McGuire. It's Elizabeth Olsen. Um, uh, but totally, <laughs> I, I totally could see her being down to do it again. Right. I, th- I think, um, she, she'd be fun. So yeah, Scarlet Witch. We'll let you guys know if we hear anything else. Uh, news this week, I didn't think was real until I actually saw it came from Marvel.com was, um, Armor Wars, the TV show that was not on, um, San Diego Comic Con, uh, but they, brought it up, at, was it D23, right, where they brought the the, the logo, at least, um, for the series to say, yes, we are still working on this, don't worry. They've transitioned that from a series into a movie. So it has been um, transitioned in how we'll, we'll see it. So we'll see this in theaters, uh, with Don Cheadle's War Machine, again, being the front and center of this film, Mike.
0: Yeah, this is pretty wild. Uh, I think the first thing that came to my head is like, you know, has this happened before, right? I feel like at least I have vague memories or like rumors of just like, oh, A Disney Plus series was once possibly going to be a movie, right? You know, we always Mm. heard about, you know, oh, Secret Wars or Secret Invasion, like film on the horizon, Obi Wan, exactly. But then it ends up going to series. But like this is the first time we've seen it go the other way around, and I'm not, I'm not mad about it at all because it seems like the more and more Disney Plus series I watch out of like Lucasfilm or Marvel, they still, they still to me seem like movies. Chopped up. I don't know if we're ever going to get out of that phase. Um, I'm, wa- I'm, I'm watching Andor. I'm slowly working my way through it. Just finished episode two. And I'm liking it, which is great. Uh, no complaints there. But it still does not feel episodic. The second mm-hmm. episode kind of like weirdly ends on this kind of emotional music where like Andor is kind of walking through this like scrapyard. And you're just like, oh, what, what are they trying to tell me with this scene? You know, where is he going? What's happening here? And the next episode like picks up where he's just in that same scrapyard, like, again. So it's just like, so the 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 episode didn't, like, end on any, like, no, it's just, this is just the cut yeah. before the next scene it, happens. So uh, hopefully yeah. this is a good thing for Armor Wars. We won't have to worry about any sort of this, like, kind of weird TV tone. And, it will be a movie.
1: Yeah, and, and Don Cheadle, you know, he is going to be in... Um... Secret Invasion like we talked about at the top of the show right like he's got a prominent role in that you know he he's still out here I, I don't think he's replacing Iron Man I don't think Ironheart's replacing Iron Man but you know you know War Machine Don Cheadle um, I guess Rhodes he he has he was in you know essentially movie number 1 although a different actor he's been around the lo- one of the longest in the MCU right um so it's just um good that he he's able to continue going and, and when Iron Man has moved on and passed on. They didn't just drop the character completely, right? Yeah. Um, it, yeah. I mean, I would say the whole theme
0: moving forward here with these armored characters is that who can replace Tony and what happens when his kind of um, presence is absent, mm-hmm. right? It's going to be like what happens to the world when Iron Man's not there. So I think they'll yeah. play off of that. And
1: and and, and again, um, with with it being armor wars based on the comics, you know, what happens when tony's actual tech that is effective gets in the wrong hands and they kind of i guess touched on that was it spider-man far from home right his um Mm -hmm. his glasses got in the hands of a a, a disgruntled ex-employee but you know war machine what we truly i'm looking at your thumbnail right now for the episode mike and i will tell you one of the disappointing packs of in-game is we didn't see Rhodey go from his regular suit to his upgraded badass suit for the end battle. He just showed up in mm. it, and we didn't get to see that transition into that big red and blue one, which is, like, kind of like a – I wouldn't say hulkbustery, but damn, it's, a, it's an intimidating-looking machine, if, if yeah, I say so it's, myself. Yeah, it's,
0: it's kitted out, and I feel like, you know, Don Cheadle is like a pilot, not exactly um, a mechanist. Yeah. So, like, is that just the government, like, keeps souping up this costume, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think this one was in the Avengers. Well, yeah, he's right because he was the only person in the Avengers compound, right? Whenever um, Captain America showed up, so yeah, what, what is it, is it the government? Is it has it Tony been you know kind of future proofed him along the way? I don't know, but um, yeah, the question for me is you know now it's going from a, a series to to a movie. You you need an antagonist, someone running things. I was thinking you know um, Obadiah Stane in the in the comic books has a son, right? So is it going to be like the legacy of Tony versus the legacy of Stain coming back around, I think would be interesting um, for that. Or is, you know, I my, one of my favorites, Justin Hammer. I think he can, Iron Man 2 didn't do him justice. He's been, you know, shown, the actor has been shown to work again with the um, return of the, we're all hail the king, short from Iron Man 3. You know, could he be back around? I don't know. Um, is there anything that you think you'd want to see out of
0: this? Uh, i feel like i want to be surprised i mean i think mm-hmm. justin hammer does make a lot of sense right it's kind of like this hanging chad from the iron man universe that we're waiting to kind of see come back but maybe don't make it all him what's like that x factor that you throw in there that makes it like a little bit different mm-hmm. so that's that's i feel like that's what i'm hoping for
1: yeah I, th- I think what i would love is a competent justin hammer right? i think Iron Man Two made him like a goofball but like If he was so stupid, he probably wouldn't have got all those government contracts along the way. So, Mm -hmm. I I feel like if you're going to do it, yeah, it needs to be somebody smart. But, you know, great. We don't have a release date for this yet. I'm going to guess this is one of those um, Phase 6 movies, right, in 2024. So, if that updates, we'll let you guys know. Um, Next two movies are going to end up uh, wrapping up Phase 5. And the first of those is Captain America, uh, New World Order. And right now, Mark Ruffalo is in talks to return as the Hulk in that movie. Because um, I don't know what else we put him in in the list of other movies we have along the way. Would Would you? I've got the list of movies pulled up <laughs> on our site, but I'm like, I don't know where the Hulk would show up at in any of these.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm still trying to figure out what Captain America: New World Order looks like, right? Because I feel like with um, with Falcon, like where, like who was he connected to? throughout like the universe i mean you could say black widow she's dead right it doesn't seem like bucky's going to be in this movie because he'll be occupied in the thunderbolts right so it seems like in order to to bolster uh the new captain america you kind of need to bring in like these new connections so i'm i'm honestly just trying to think of conversations right that falcons had with hulk in the movies like have they really shared many scenes together like what no, I'm not and I'm trying to think of anything. That,
1: that might be the interesting part here because we do know the leader is the villain, right? Who was an incredible Hulk villain. So how mm-hmm. and so the Incredible Hulk movie was trying to replicate the Super Soldier serum which gave Steve Rogers his powers. So is this, you know, because he's the new Captain America, um, and this is, you know, from a Hulk movie, is that the connection, right? Like there's the leader has Captain America slash Hulk, you know, blood in him. And you know we're dealing with Captain Captain America and Hulk teaming up. Is he on the side? Is he the, Is he the smart Hulk? Right? Not maybe a, a brawn, but more of a brain to fight the leader. Cause I mean, he's I gonna
0: know. he's gonna need help. Yeah. He's not super powered. I mean, he's got vibranium, right? You know, he's got Wakandan tech surrounding him but it's it, it's not necessarily shown us at in the kind of final episodes of falcon and the winter soldier that that suit you know is on par with like a black panther suit right mm-hmm. which is something that almost anyone could kind of get in with training and become superhuman this is just kind of more like a kitted out like falcon uh, yeah. suit um so i feel he'll, he's gonna need some backup that's for sure because he doesn't have that superpower yeah uh, along the side of him but yeah i'm always i always welcome a Hulk cameo or yeah. a Hulk team up it worked it worked great in Ragnarok, so yeah. I don't know why it couldn't work the, here.
1: The other rumor I didn't put in here because you know we'll probably know more in the next two weeks is a, a um, Tatyana Maslany a returning She-Hulk in this as well. Um, mm-hmm. My fears, I don't want Captain America: New World Order to become a Hulk movie. Um, so, but the Mark Ruffalo, I think an Avenger with an Avenger is, is, makes a lot more sense along the way. Um, shifting gears into the Thunderbolts that you just mentioned, um, this has not been confirmed by Marvel, but Harrison Ford himself is rumored to be the front runner for recasting of Thunderbolt Ross, aka the Red Hulk, for this movie. Um, I mean, I mean that's I mean that's the best way
0: to kind of do replacement casting, right? You yep. bring in somebody uh, even more famous, right? Because you know if you bring in somebody, like, equally or, like, lesser known, right, you know, people are always going to gripe or something about that. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I feel like Harrison Ford's, like, a really good, like, kind of uh, pitch hitter, yeah. right, Bring this guy in. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it, uh, Unfortunately, the the recasting has to happen, you know, rest in peace. Uh, but right, <laughs> yeah. it, it's, I, I'm almost more confused if it'll even happen because I feel like the – the uh, you know the vibe that everyone gets from Harrison Ford is he's an old cranky man and mm-hmm. doesn't really want to do anything. Well, but then I feel like that almost was shed a little bit when he was at the D twenty three Expo and he was like crying on stage about returning yeah. as you know Indiana Jones and it's like that's pretty wild. I wasn't expecting yeah. that. So who knows? Maybe yeah. everything that we've heard about Harrison Ford is is wrong. We can't just like you know pigeonhole him or shoehorn him.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and and I think the other thing is. Um, I've got to here. I mean could he maybe start an appearance in New World Order right because Thunderbolt Ross was in the Incredible Hulk and if there's the leader and the Hulk in there um, and then it comes into Thunderbolts but if it's gonna be the Red Hulk right and that's the leading theory here is why they're recasting them because they want the Red Hulk in this Thunderbolts as like the villain Um, is it mostly a CGI role right is he just providing voice and some facial motion capture for this and yeah. the, then letting everything else run and that's why he's like you're only going to be in human form for like maybe 10 minutes uh the rest of it we're just gonna get your face on set so i think Mm -hmm. like someone of that age that caliber could be like yeah that's fine with me i I don't need to be you know crashing airplanes or getting doors slammed on my legs during production of these movies so yeah if that comes to true we'll let you guys know um but you know that's that's that i think that's a big that's a huge grab all around for marvel keep on going uh, this is you know i there there's been some hot takes on this mike but the official report is um uh, Tarek, the director of blade has left the film due to scheduling conflicts because blade has kept getting pushed back in production he's working on other movies now this was first announced in secc 2019 um and now we have a release date i have it pulled up here at superherostate.com slash um, upcoming superhero... Don't t- don't write that down. Just go there and click upcoming releases. You'll see all our stuff. Uh, November 3rd of 2023. So, uh, you know, this movie's been pushed back, pushed back. So the directors had to leave. Um, some other bits of this news uh, comes into the rumored script was to is that this movie is going to take place in the 1920s in Europe, Mike, to help um, kind of be a... Close to the comic book origin of Blade, but also, but like he was fighting vampires in Europe, where like those rumors and theories of vampires are much largely, or originated, right? Yeah. So, not over here in America.
0: Yeah, because I mean that's a part of the universe that they're gonna have to start building out, which is kind of pre, uh yeah, I guess pre Captain America slash pre Iron Man, right? As far as it's been pitched to us. You know, uh, Captain America happens in, you know, World War II. He's on ice, and then maybe not a lot of superheroing happened between then and Iron Man. You know, obviously some covert stuff, because we have seen, like, the Winter Soldier doing some covert missions, like killing Tony's parents, right? That has happened in between there. But, yeah, as far as we know, the world was relatively normal before Cap came along, a.k.a. the first— avengers so yeah Yeah. i guess you build you build it out that you know these vampires have kind of always been around uh that we just haven't seen them they've been in the secret world and i guess you could say that the sorcerers have always been
1: around as well Uh um we've got well we've got some real life like you know like the salem witch trials right like there's, there's always been history but i think to me you know with with the mcu it's very much a lot of it is america and new york right if you're not in america new york you know nothing's happening right So, um, is it because, you know, we've not really discovered, we haven't gone into the Europe countries yet, you know, man thing might be over there, right? That could help, uh, you know, uh, not man thing, werewolf by night could be over there set in Europe, maybe, maybe an Eastern European kind of, kind of country, um, to help kind of seed some of these vampire roots. Um, so with that though, um, the 1920s thing kind of throws up a red flag. So, I mean, is he... uh, I think in the this is in the comics. He was born in like 1920s and, and half vampire. So is he aging slower because of that? Um, we're gonna have they're gonna have to get into yeah. that a little bit.
0: Yeah, I I, I would assume so. Right. Yeah. I mean, and that 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 and that makes the character probably even more, um, uh, just even more intense, right? You know, once you get them to present day, because he'll be a fully formed vampire hunter with like decades yeah. and decades of experience behind him. So. When he finally does get to team up with somebody in the presence, like, you know, like a ghost writer or, you know, who knows what else. Like, Dane Whitman from the he's Eternals.
1: Down. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> because he's got a sword. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. The other thing is um, uh, writer Bo DiMaio, who worked uh, on Moon Knight and is working on the X-Men 97, is rumored to be helping with the script as well, as well while they look for a new director. Um, because obviously the director has a lot of input, right, you know, during that, that pre-production process so if he's leaving this close to production um a the movie's going to probably be delayed and b they probably gonna have to work the script a little bit more um getting ready for the new director just to make sure that's taken care of so um i don't think i'm worried about this movie i just uh i just wish something would happen with it right like uh, it's interesting because blade is one of the you know older superhero movies from ni- the 90s right that kind of kicked off the modernization of superhero mm-hmm. films um a little bit yeah, before can, i mean X-Men. we
0: we can't we can't rule out a chance that uh in the uh, secret wars right that yeah. um wesley snipes a <laughs> multiversal blade pops up
1: pops up yeah or or i honestly even if he didn't show up as blade but it was like a different character in the blade movie kind of like a like an homage kind of thing i think it'd be kind of fun right like he's like not whistler but like uh, he's he's another person in the movie it'd be fun but uh yeah, Blade need, um supposed to be October of 2023, so I don't think they're going to make it if they don't find someone soon. Moving on, um, Mike, I was telling you right before the show here, just right out the gate, tickets for Black Panther Wakanda Forever go on sale tomorrow. A theater chain did confirm it today. If you're listening to this on Sunday night, get ready for Monday. If you're on Monday, get your tickets because... Black Panther made a billion dollars. Um, theaters were sold out for weeks. Right, you you remember that when like you couldn't get another yeah. ticket to go watch this movie.
0: Yeah, don't forget, don't underestimate how incredibly popular this movie was domestically. That's where it made the lion's yeah. share of its money, and it was big news because we had not seen a lot of these uh, superhero movies overperforming here in the states. They were always counting on the international box office to kind of, you know, round out the the big budgets. So I mm-hmm. and I think this will be uh, no different, just because Chadwick's not behind it. I think it'll almost be. It'd almost be cathartic right you know most normal people out there didn't get to you know send off um chadwick Bozeman in any you know kind of meaningful way because he was just uh an actor a character on the screen to us right but now we kind of get to go in with this fictional family in this fictional universe and kind of grieve with them move forward push the story forward you know and mm-hmm. send them off in a great way so yeah all that being said, get ready to buy your tickets.
1: Yeah. Get ready. Well, it's, it's also one of those things, like even if it's, you know, um, people will want to see out of curiosity. How are they going to handle this movie? How are they going to handle the loss of the real-life Chadwick Boseman and how they're going to do the Black Panther in this? And also, one of the biggest, um, the original, one of the original comic book characters, Namor, is going to be in this movie. So, um, there's a lot on it. And the other big thing is, is this movie has been confirmed to be two hours and 41 minutes long, Mike. Um, a Ooh, very long a movie one. so um, the screenings are going to be like longer so like you're not going to have as many showings in a day right so like if you thought you had problems with the first one this is going to be even more because you, they won't have seats available because the, the screenings won't be over yet so um, yeah I'm, I'm excited to get my tickets ready, ready to get in there I think I'm going to forego the IMAX on day one and just go to the closer theater but I'm very very excited to Get back into the theaters for Marvel um, next month in November. Oh, we also talked about possibly a trailer coming. We have no confirmation, but I feel like they're going to give us a trailer when they do the tickets, so um, be prepared for that. Uh, things that you're going to have to Google on your own because I can't give you guys the link here. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Mania. the D23 footage slash trailer leaked online today in uh, a very clear kind of footage as well. Mike, I, Mike was able to watch it this morning with me. Um and uh, I tell you it, yeah, gives, it gives some not, good stuff.
0: Yeah, not a bad one. I would say at least ninety nine percent of the screen is actually within the frame. Not exactly at the angle that you would want to watch it at, but you pretty much get everything there. Uh we I was looking out for the Modoc and we we're not there's not much of it there. It's still the exact same number of frames of Modoc. You just kinda get to see it a little bit clearer now. But I feel like I've seen people kind of like Um, almost like upscaling a screenshot of different cam leaks or something. So we're getting a kind of more of a clearer view of what this kind of robotic costume is looking like. But I think my takeaway from this, this, I almost want to say like leaked footage in a way. It is cut to kind of resemble a trailer, but it feels weird. Mm-hmm. As a trailer, right? This doesn't seem like something that would ever get published that the pacing and tone seems kind of odd. not because, like the movie would necessarily be bad, but it's just like, oh, take these clips that we have finished, you know, that are off the, you know, the cutting room floor that are about there, kind of slap them together and maybe throw some like temp music on it. That's kind of what yeah. it feels like. Uh, which is totally fine when you're on like, a convention type of environment. So I would imagine uh, our first trailer is not going to quite look like this.
1: Yeah, it, feel, it feels more like a highlight reel, right? Um, like, hey, here's the beats. You know, there's the Bill Murray scene. There's the, the not scene, fr- frames. Um, there's mm-hmm. the, the MODOK frames. We get some Kang and, and Ant-Man kind of facing off. And Kang saying, I need you to get something, right? Real real, real basic. Nothing, nothing here. So mm-hmm. I agree. That this won't be the one we see when it hits the online, but I think to me, you know, we we've talked about this uh, in depth before. Ant Man one, humorous movie, low stakes. Ant Man two, humorous movie, low stakes. Ant Man three, big stakes, uh, a lot less funny. Mm-hmm. This is not a funny trailer at all. Like I feel like the tone of the Ant Man stuff is shifting to be serious because you know this is the first movie for Kang, who is getting his own Avengers film later, and also like really this is. You a lot more stakes on the line. It's not just a a shrink down building, right? That people are carrying around as a briefcase. Uh, so, um, I, th- I think it's gonna be huge. This is our next movie after Black Panther, um, and I, you know, I've said this before. I'll probably be wrong. They'll probably have a trailer before mm-hmm. Black Panther for this, but I could be wrong. Maybe maybe we'll get it this month. Maybe not. But um, if you want to take mm-hmm. that out, go do go do your Google research, and you're gonna find. The Ant-Man lost D twenty three leak footage. Things I did not expect to see this week, Mike. Ryan Reynolds out there making his own announcements. Because this, the the trailer we're about, or the footage we're about to talk about. This this announcement was on Ryan Reynolds' own personal YouTube page, Twitter page, Instagram, whatever. Not the Deadpool page, which I think is even better, uh, right? Because it kind of hides a little bit. Um, but Deadpool 3 has been confirmed for Ryan Reynolds with a September 6th, 2024 release date, Mike. And do you think that is the most important part of this announcement?
0: <laughs> no, this yeah. is not the most important part of the announcement. I mean, I could vamp on it for a second to just say that uh, uh-huh. Ryan Reynolds, it's it's just crazy to think that like his social media accounts are like uh, an actual real part of his success and like assets, right? Like it almost feels like if he was to get divorced and Blake Lively took half of everything, she should get half of his social media followers because that's his juggernaut, right? That's why he can just go out there and just like be uh, like buy like part of Mint Mobile or a gin company or... Or a soccer team across the pond, right? Yeah. And he just tweets about it, and they just all increase in in, in value. Yeah. So why not do the same he's, thing with announcing the next Deadpool movie?
1: He, he's like The Rock, but without, like, the ego, right? Like, he's, he's like, mm. a funnier version of The Rock. Like, The Rock's doing all the black... Like, he's carrying Black Adam on his own social accounts, and, and Ryan's like, I'll do Deadpool. It felt very similar to that kind of stuff. But... Mike, what is the big announcement here? We not just—he's not—he's Ryan Reynolds is wearing the suit from the end of Deadpool 2, uh, as he tells us he has no ideas for this movie. What, what was the big takeaway, Mike? That everyone is like, quote unquote, broke the internet this week. There's a uh, there's a huge
0: uh, there's a huge Jackman, yeah. in, in the back of his. I don't even think that's his house. I think it's a set or a place yeah. that they're uh, shooting out of. But yeah, Hugh Jackman's just. Uh, Walk around in the background yeah. saying that he'll be that he'll be in the movie.
1: Yeah, so literally right, you don't know this going into this Ryan's like, Yep, we we want to make the best movie ever. He's like, I got nothing. We like we have no ideas. We've tried everything. Uh, and then he was like, You know what? You don't even you can't tell it's Hugh Jackman at first, like it's just some random person in the background, right? Like he's like, Hey Hugh, you wanna be in Deadpool? He's like, Yeah, sure. And then he's like going up a stairs eating an apple. So I'm like, This is this is wild. Like, you don't even have him in the trailer. He's at the back of the trailer or teaser. Uh, it's fantastic. I, I thought this was a, a a brilliant piece to kind of announce this separately outside of everything else, right? Um, and, and get people talking about it. So um, yeah. And then, did you catch the second, the follow-up, the next day, <laughs> the part Hugh, uh Deadpool?
0: Oh, the most fr- most frustrating one, of course. Uh, they're not going to give us any more information because it's just such an announcement. But they uh, play some funny uh, music over the top of them trying to explain what's going to happen. And um, it was a little bit of a confirmation for me in a sense of, like, it wasn't totally clear to me, like, oh, is Hugh Jackman going to be in the movie or is Wolverine going to be in the Mm -hmm. movie? And then when I watched the second video, and even when they were kind of... um, you know, just acting out different things that will happen in the movie. They showed like Hugh Jackman did like kind of like the claws in, yeah. in a Deadpool's kind of head thing. I was like, okay, I, I think this is obviously going to be uh, Wolverine. And then all the all the hot takes and think pieces dropped on the internet after that ride of like, oh, how could they disrespect the ending of Logan? Is this going to be a different multiversal Wolverine what exactly is going on here I mean I feel like the the most logical thing that's going to happen here is in Deadpool 3 something uh multiversal is going to happen in a way multiversal or time travel or something just so satirical it just doesn't even matter what happens because like just Deadpool doesn't live in like a real reality right You know, I feel like if you're firmly rooted in the MCU, you kind of need to follow MCU rules. But I feel like Deadpool gets the ability to transcend that because not only is he rated R, he's also just so far out there, right? That, like, if I see Hugh Jackman as Wolverine in a Deadpool movie, I'm not just assuming that that is Logan from Logan. And also, you have to remember, too... When you watch Logan, it's almost kind of in a different universe,
1: isn't it, right? Well, like,
0: they say that it's not really part it, of the X-Men universe so, or something like
1: that. I don't well, even remember. Well, the whole point of this is this whole video came out a day later answering those questions, right? They're like, yes, mm-hmm. Logan is in the future. In the movie, it's like 2029. This, You know, we're not even there in our own timeline. So, this is before the end of Logan. So, it kind of just bypasses it all completely, is what they say. You know, like, so... Um, and, and, you know, literally, if you go look at this, the, the descriptions, like number one timeline questions, number two, Logan canon, number three is MCU FAQ. Uh, and then at the end, they're just like, Hey, you know, we love you, Kevin Feige, right? At the end of it. Like that's, that's really it. Like, I feel like this one was made the same day cause it's in the same house, but they're like answering the, the literally what fans would be, like you said, being, having discourse on the internet about for like 24 hours. They knew ahead of time what people were going to do. Um, mm-hmm. Which which is why I love this movie. You know, this movie this this little little clip here. It's a minute sixteen. They play as you mentioned, Wham's "Wake Me Up Before You Go Go," knowing that you know, Deadpool's a huge Wham fan uh, in the in the movie. So, honestly, I, even if it's like at the end, it starts as a transition into the MCU due to like you know multiverses or whatever. Totally fine. This is fun. I think when. When they do, in Marvel, a Wolverine, it will not be Hugh Jackman. They're going to have somebody else in their mutants. But like this is going to be a fun little journey to get Ryan Reynolds in there. Because I don't think Hugh Jackman will do this role after this movie ever again. If I if I was a Batman, this is his, this is his one and done. And the paycheck was big enough to get him on board to do it
0: yeah so. uh, and also it's just probably like oh let's just have like a fun little lark you know people mm-hmm. people want to see me again it'd be kind of one of those things where like well if if you come back again again like mm-hmm. a second time after this it's like a little less special right you know yep. right <laughs>
1: just like oh okay yep yep the, the, the never-ending cameos of that but yeah i i think mm-hmm. this is this is great um it exists in that september 6 2024 spot or that we talked about last was it last week where we're like two weeks ago, Marvel moved up a weird movie that didn't have a release date and we thought they were going to move it um, because it's right before Fantastic 4 and right after Thunderbolts. Um, So I was like, what are they going to do with this? No, we're actually going to get Thunderbolts then uh, a month and a half later, Deadpool 3 and then two months later, Fantastic 4. So I would love to see him in Secret Wars after you know this announcement. I'm like, this is perfect. Deadpool in Secret Wars is going to be awesome, right? Like just having him kind of be Ryan Reynolds with everybody else the whole time. They'd be mm-hmm. great time so um yeah so yeah check out those trailers below and, and get ready for that uh if you didn't know mike um black adam tickets are on sale uh just debuted on october 21st i did get this is like the same weekend as my wife's birthday so i had to get permission to get tickets for this before i did so <laughs> uh we did we did get them i was like i thought i was like i don't care if i go opening night i just need to have it done by sunday so we can talk about it um so if, if i end up going like saturday morning at like the 11 o'clock show i'm not gonna be upset to watch to watch this movie yeah
0: it yeah it's weird it's like i don't know if this movie is gonna be great or if it's just gonna be incredibly average uh but all i can say is i'm just not excited for Mm -hmm. it right and i think i think this is what happens when your movie is just only vaguely tied to other movies and universes right Uh, We talk about this a lot of time where the great thing about these like franchises with these comic movies is they have like this, I hate to say the word energy, I'd rather say like the term X factor, right? That brings you back to the theater because you're already kind of committed to this universe. I mean... Black Adam kind of seems to be related to Shazam at some point in time, but we haven't seen that yeah. connection, right? We've only had one Shazam movie to start off with, so we don't really have a whole lot to base off what world he may or may not be living in. Uh, like we talked about the other week, yeah. we get sometimes some little teaser trailers where they try to associate like Gal Gadot and Jason Momoa with it, so it's just like... I don't know really know what to expect. I don't know what's going yeah. on here. I, I feel like my ticket is going to Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. I like Pierce yeah. Brosnan. I I wanna see Dr. Fate because I loved him in the Justice League cartoon and I think he also made appearances in Young in Young Justice, if I remember yeah. correctly as well. Uh so I'll I'll be there for Pierce Brosnan. I haven't got my tickets. It'll probably be one of those things where like October uh, like, a third week of October rolls around, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, I forgot this movie's coming out. I mm-hmm. better go, like, like you said, Chris, find a ticket that's probably, like, on a random, like, Sunday morning or something yeah. like
1: that. And I think, honestly, I don't think it's, it's qual- like, the quality of the movie's bad. Or, like, again, The Rock's not a, a bad actor. Is it just because this has been delayed? Are we just worn out from seeing it for so long? Like, we're, like, just get on with it kind of thing? Like, I think that's where I kind of sit with it. Not necessarily... That is not connected. I'm excited for this Justice Society, right? Not, not only, pierce bros we have Hawkman and Adam Smasher and uh, I believe uh, Cyclone, but like I just want to see what it does. Like let's just get this kind of almost genericy superhero movie over with. I feel like we're watching a Venom trailer right now when we're watching it, right? Like there's, mm-hmm. like, there's like one thing that like, might draw us in, but like not everything's there along the way. If if so. the
0: DC universe was as competent as successful as Marvel was a black adam movie would come out and we would see you know how we're seeing all of these different characters in the movie you got like the was it like the adam or you you mentioned all the characters yeah, right yeah, but like adam one Smash of those characters like- yeah like one of those characters would be like someone from the suicide squad that we've met already right one of the other characters might be somebody from like a young justice movie or something like maybe like a nightwing would be in there like you know we would have like this little bit of cross-pollination that would get us a little bit more excited but no it's basically a brand new movie Possibly kicking off a whole new franchise. But what, uh, so the Amanda we'll Waller trailer
1: goes. isn't doing it for you, where she's the one connecting <laughs> all these movies together. Uh,
0: well, is it the Amanda Waller from Suicide Squad or the Amanda Waller from
1: Suicide Squad? I it's don't the know. same. It's the same actress. <laughs> <You know. laughs> That's actually the one connecting piece between everything is is using um, Violet is Viola wait, Davis or, as. Or, wait,
0: so, sorry, is it the Amanda Waller <laughs> from Peacemaker? Yeah, you know who knows. <laughs>
1: Same one! I don't know what you're talking about, no. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um... Yeah, it's just one of those things... Well, I, I think my thing is, and before... We, I'm not going to beat this at horse... Everything from the trailer is from other superhero movies, right? The Justice Society jet is the Blackbird jet from X-Men. It comes out of their tennis court in their backyard. The scenes where he's flying with the jets is from Iron Man 1, where Iron Man is flying next to the jets. And he's, like, dodging explosions and missiles. I'm like, this... It feels... Like, it's trying too hard to be the other successful movies without, you know, making its own voice out there. And, and I, that's that's my concern, is I want it to stand alone, want it to do its own thing, um, and, and be good on its own merits rather than borrowing from other other movies. So, hopefully we, we get some more of that. Um, but yes, tickets are on sale. If you haven't got them or want to get them early, go right ahead. Uh, just a quick note here. I did see this pop up uh, as a blip in the newsfeed this week. The movie Static Shock, um, based on the character Static uh, in the DC universe, uh, in the you know cartoon series from I believe about the early two thousands. Um, that was on um, is uh, the movie. The artist um, for this comic has assured us the movie is still happening, despite the HBO Max Discovery merger, where they're just nixing everything. So. Uh.
0: I mean, I'm not saying the person isn't a uh, you know a uh, uh, credible professional, but I I wouldn't take yeah their word for it. Right? It's almost kind of like when a, a, like an actor thinks that they know what's happening, and they only know what their agents and managers are telling them and what they read in the in that version of the script that was given them. They don't know anything else beyond that. It's kind of like there was like a bit of news earlier this week where. Uh, people are trying to make these clickbaity headlines of just like, oh, Elizabeth Olsen said that she would love to return to the MCU so she could share scenes with like Hugh Jackman. It's just like, oh, that's just all pointless you're conjecture. You're, so. cl- you're clickbaity. <laughs> exactly. You're
1: creating titles that people don't actually know exactly. About.
0: Um, and and guess what? And guess what? DC has already proven it doesn't even matter. Even if the movie goes into development and they shoot the film and get it yeah. 80 90 percent done, that's not even a proven well, fact that you'll get to see this, the movie.
1: This ties this. I think his his comment ties into the art the news that we've talked about offline this week is the Stadia Google Stadia is shutting down. Uh, literally Mm -hmm. people publishing the game um, with games coming out still on Stadia later this year, next year were not told about this until it hit the news. So the artist Mm -hmm. can easily believe this movie is still happening until it hits the news. Hey, it's not happening and that's how he finds out. So Mm -hmm. um, I I feel companies can just put out a press release and and totally pull the rugs out from under you. They have no obligations to tell you beforehand if they want to. So um, hopefully Mm -hmm. it does. I think people have been waiting for this movie for a very, very long time. They deserve it. Um, but there is no guarantee on this stuff. And speaking of video games, Mike, because we talked about Stadia, the last thing we're going to talk about today is The Last of Us, a first official trailer for this video game adaptation coming to HBO. Uh, and I know you're a huge fan of this game. Huge fan. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, there's a lot more people in this uh, um trailer than I expected Venus. I thought the movie was more less people, more um, you know, infected people. So break it down what you thought of this and and, and help me understand a little bit of of what I'm seeing. Yeah.
0: yeah, I feel like my two takeaways here of, you know, I'm trying to figure out right how how long does this first season take us into kind of the video game story. You, you know, you could say the video game right now is kind of broken up into two chapters in a way of like you know you got the first game and you got the second game uh and i think if i remember correctly it's been a while since i played that first game but there's a shot in this trailer where it shows somebody on a horse in the winter and i feel like that is pretty far into the first game so it makes me wonder oh are they doing a pretty significant portion in just this first season or maybe i'm just looking into that shot a little bit much Uh, but uh, so far everything looks great. Actually, the unfortunate thing is The Last of Us video game is so good just to start off with, narratively and visually... I just like I feel like when you get kind of like that one still shot of the trailer that everyone's been waiting for, where we get to see one of the clickers. Right, you know, I did my frame by frame, I did uh, a screenshot, you know, and I looked at it. I was like, this could just be a still from from the game, the video from the game, and you even you even get to hear the clickers in this trailer. And I am almost dead positive that they're working with the exact same sound team that worked on the games, the same engineers. They're probably even like sending over the same like mp3 files that are like loaded in the actual last of us games because it sounds exactly like it so it's kind of one of these weird things where it's like oh they're interpreting they're interpreting a source material that's already so re- realistic you know yeah. like if somebody tried to make a crash bandicoot video game right you know that's obviously not gonna look you know like it so yeah, and the yeah game just every- a-
1: everything's everything well, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. It's like the, the game had a remaster, right? So, like, they even have newer high-res yeah. t- textures that they could be borrowing back and forth with this stuff.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing how far this first season goes, how much material we have. Uh, it's Neil, Neil Druck- Druckman who created The Last of Us uh, and is in charge of the story. He's heavily involved. So who knows? There could even be a possibility that if we surpass the source material of the two video games, they could possibly go off in another direction. You know, if this show is incredibly popular, right? You know, they could have a. Uh, I wouldn't say like a Game of Thrones problem in a way of just like they surpass uh, George R. R Martin and have to kind of go off on their own, but it seems like Neil Druckmann will be there to help them out. So, yeah, I'm just crossing my fingers hoping that we just have something video game related that really breaks through to live action. I'd love that.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, do you um, tell me what I was under the impression there were several years um, if not you know, a longer time in between video games, part one and part two. Is that Am I am I un- misunderstanding that? Yeah,
0: yeah, I don't remember the exact length of time, but basically, you know, Ellie, you would consider her a child in the very first game, and by the second game, she is kind of a uh, uh, um, uh, budgeting. Is that a word? <laughs> what am I looking for here? She's like a, she's like on the cusp. Budgeting, she's like on the cusp of like adulthood, right? Like, she gotcha. carries her own weapons, she seeks out her own <laughs> revenge, if you will. Yeah, yeah, you know, she is a young adult, so I would say between the two games, god, I don't I don't, even want to say because I'm yeah. not gonna be wrong, but I would at least it's at least five to seven years, something like
1: that. Gotcha, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, to me, I was expecting, you know, from what I've seen, again, I've not played the game, so I actually own the first one on, on PlayStation, I just haven't got time to it, and I know people are like, just play it. I'm like. I, I a single player with a really good story like that's that's a commitment to me to play so i, I don't want to i need to make sure I, what i'm doing I'm, I'm, I'm doing it right but mm-hmm. like there's just a lot more people in here so it looks like maybe there's like a lot of pre or like during this infection the world loss right like when people are kind of going down i did see a sign that says um report signs of cordyceps infection so it looks like maybe and it's like a rusted sign so like maybe this has been around for a while at this point so um very very interested to learn myself more about this last of us universe and you know it, it, and how the show goes so looks good looks good well mike that's been the show for this week if people know what you're up to what you're doing what kind of candy corn varieties you're getting yourself into we're gonna find Ooh. that they can find me at mike
0: Royer design on instagram twitter and tiktok and you can read my web comics at pickledcomics.com. comics.com chris if people want to catch up with you where can they find you?
1: You can find me on Twitter, Valdan, V-A-L-D-A-N, or Instagram, Valdan87, or head over to Rad Retro Bros on Instagram as well. Uh people know more about the show, what we're doing, what we're doing weekly, I guess, our next, I guess our next episode for review is Black Adam. When can they get ready for all that good stuff?
0: Yeah, if you want to check out our show notes or our upcoming release calendar of all of these, uh, millions of movies that are coming out over the next couple of years head on over to superhero slate.com. there you can also find everywhere we host the podcast we're on Apple Podcasts YouTube, Spotify wherever else you love to listen to find podcasts like us on Facebook follow us on Twitter and Instagram and you can get merch at superhero slash store we love hearing from you please reach out let us know if you're excited for Black Adam mm-hmm. are you ready to get your Black Panther tickets I mean by the time you listen to this yeah, I think those Black Panther tickets will be ready to go so hop on to those yep. Uh, We love our super fans. If you want to be a super fan of this show, all you got to do is share this show with a friend, share the show with a buddy, and we will be here every week, folks. That's
1: right. We'll catch you guys next
0: week. Bye. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe.